There's no take two. There's no just a little more purple. Warts and all. You've downloaded the VO Radio Show. Welcome to another bite-sized VO Radio Show. My name's Andrew Peters, and uh, I'm flying solo. Well, for most of the show, anyway. Today's show is something that is kind of important to any of us who work in voiceover, because you have to travel at some point, and when you do, what do you do when the scripts come in? Always a quandary. So that's what we're looking at today, ways you can work when you're on the road. Now, there's a ton of things out there. You've seen them in forums, you've read about them, you've probably even used them. There's the Booth Pro, there's things like the Chaotica Eyeball, there's homemade gadgets, there's the SE reflector. There's a myriad of ways of trying to control the noise of a room, especially an untreated room, like a hotel. So what the experiment will be today is I'm going to test the Chaotica Eyeball, and I'm also going to test the Harlan Hogan Portabooth Pro. Now, for this test, I've picked a really clean microphone and a super clean preamp. The microphone is a Microtech Gefell M930, and the preamp is a Grace Design M101. I'll be standing about eight inches from the microphone with no pop filter. The only pop filter used in this experiment will be on the Chaotica eyeball because the pop filter comes with it. We'll have a baseline test to start with, with nothing. We'll then do the Chaotica eyeball with and without the pop guard. We'll have the Harlan Hogan Booth Pro. And finally, using the same microphone and same preamp, I will give you a sample of what that sounds like in a proper booth. Well, my booth. But I forgot to mention, before we do the experiment, uh, just to tell you what I'm using right now, so you've got a bit of a comparison, this is also a Microtech Gefell, but it's the Valve version, the M92.1S, and the preamp is the Neve 1073. So let's get underway with today's test. First of all, we're going to be in the room with... Pretty well, nothing. Okay, so we're going to start this experiment with uh, nothing whatsoever on this microphone. So you're getting pure room noise. Uh, just to explain, I'm facing glass. Uh, I've got a um, cathedral ceiling above me. It's not that high, probably uh, three feet above me. Uh, I've got an air conditioner four or five feet to my left and a concrete floor. Uh, no treatment whatsoever in this area, which you can probably hear. So the first experiment will be with the Chaotica eyeball. Let's see what difference that makes. Okay, so we now have the Chaotica eyeball on. Um, I'm about eight inches off the microphone. At the moment, I've got the Chaotica eyeball without the pop guard. Okay, so now we're still in the same spot, still about eight inches off the microphone. The Chaotica eyeball now has the pop filter on the front. And this is what it sounds like with the pop filter. Now, because the Harlan Hogan Portabooth Pro is a different kind of beast, I've got the Harlan Hogan Portabooth Pro on a stool and uh, the microphone is set up just inside. So just as they tell you to do it, just uh, kissing the inside of the, uh, the booth itself. So this is what the Harlan Hogan Portabooth Pro sounds like in pretty well the same spot as the other test we did with the eyeball. And this is the same microphone setup, but this time um, I'm in my booth. Uh, the microphone, as I mentioned before, is the Microtech Gefell M930. And uh, to really make this super clean, we're using a Grace M101 preamp. The sound card is an RME. That's pretty well all the info you need if you're a bit techie, but um, you can get the idea. So this is in the booth. So you've just heard the test. I'm back in the booth and now joined by Robbo. G'day, Robbo. G'day, mate. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas to you. Is Santa sack full? Santa sack is always full, twenty four seven. Love it. Now you've heard, um, yeah. you've heard the, the different samples. They're all kind of different, and uh, we should run through them Night one by day, one. Isn't it? Yeah, well, it is. So first of all, you heard the uh, the bass sample, which was just an open mic, no pop filter, sitting in the middle of the room. Yeah. So you obviously that you couldn't use as an engineer, correct? Uh, no. Um, funnily enough. It sounds better than some of the others, though. Well, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah. But you were picking up, like, air conditioner noise. Yeah, I mean, noise, it was noisy. Quite a bit of reflection. And all that, and reflection and all that sort of stuff. But compared to the other two, wow. Okay. Mm. So then uh, I, the next thing was the Kaolica eyeball. Yeah. Now, I use that with a pop filter and with and without the pop filter. To my ears, I couldn't hear the difference with or without the pop filter. No, I, I don't think that made a lot of difference. But the colouring that it created is incredible, isn't it? The high mids just went through the roof. What are you talking about there? Is that like the, the 20K sort, sort of, of Yeah, they're around that telephony frequency in there. It okay. just popped incredibly, just yeah. bang through the roof. Like you'd be dragging fistfuls of it out to EQ it. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, um, could you EQ it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it loses a lot of a lot of low end. The thing with EQing to remember is that you can only work with what's there. So if the frequency is there, you've got a chance of saving it. If the frequency isn't there, then you can't create a frequency. Well, you can, but without with a lot of screwing around. Uh, without getting too technical, I've had some terrible voiceovers where there's been no bottom end. Now there is a few plugins that do create false bottom end, false in inverted commas. But for me, you can hear those working. But in desperation, I have used them to save a voiceover, yes. Okay. So looking at that, if we talk about let's analyse the chaotic eyeball, mm. um, have you got all the frequencies you need or is there stuff no, missing? No, no, there's you? a lot of bottom end that goes missing, especially down, way down low. Um, to my ear in the studio here, there was a lot that went that disappeared the moment you switched into that. Um, surprisingly, not too much difference between Pop Shield on and Pop Shield off. Maybe a little more of that um, sort of that telephone, those telephone frequencies crept in there. But um, with the shield on, yeah, with the shield on. Sorry, but um, yep. I wouldn't like to receive that file, especially knowing what your room can sound like. Okay, well, that's really interesting because uh, that was going to be my <laughs> my <laughs> takeaway for the for the trip. So, yeah. uh, well, the interesting thing would be, though, I guess the interesting test would be to take it into even out of your control room, take it into a more open room like a motel room or your kitchen and test it from there, that might be an interesting thing to see, whether there's something to do with frequencies that they've played with based on a more open room. That might yeah. be one thing to consider. I'm just wondering also, because you're talking about the lower frequencies missing, if I if I was actually quite a way off the mic, I was, like I said, about eight inches mm. away from the mic, at least eight. Yeah. I did a test after I'd done that, just for my own sake, yeah. and I actually worked really close to the yeah. mic. That might save it. That in fact, and, that probably could save it. Yes. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden, the the bottom end came back. Yeah. Well, that so would be. Probably, well, there you go. You've answered the question. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you're going to use that, you have to work close. Yeah. Yeah, and also working close because of the design of the the, the eyeball, mm. it actually would use your head as some kind of a shield to stop ambient noise getting in. Because that was the one thing I did notice that there was still quite a lot of ambient noise. Okay. When you were working at eight inches, do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think that would. I think you've probably struck the nail on the head. Then, if that's the case, if you can hear more bottom end creeping into it when you uh, when you work close, then I I would be working close. Yes. And inter actually, I'd be interested in hearing those files just to see the difference.
In fact, I should actually attach them to the end of the show so yeah. anyone who's listening can hear what it sounds like when you work close to it. Absolutely. I also mucked around. I, I brought the Kodinger in here and I used it on this microphone with this preamp, uh, which is the one I normally use, the, the 92.1 and the, the Neve mm. 1073. Mm. Um, and I popped it in the booth. I popped it on top of the mic. And it's quite interesting because obviously there's quite a lot of difference. Mm. But I took about 2 dB off the, the 20K area. Mm. It sort of cleaned it up quite a lot. Right. There was still a lot of top in there, which I was surprised at, because it is these things are notoriously boomy. Yeah. Um, so how did you find the top end? Uh, I thought the top end wasn't too bad. It, it did lose a bit, definitely. Um, I would be interested to hear whether that sorts itself out when you're working a bit closer. So um, it could yeah. just be that proximity thing. You know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm happy to give it a go and see if how it works because it certainly yeah. is a lot easier to cart around and certainly the setup is easy. You just slide it onto the microphone. Yeah. Easy. Okay, so we've we've done the Chaotica. Um, now let's move on to the uh, Portal Booth Pro, which is Harlan Hogan's Portal Booth Pro. Yeah. Now this one's, you know, it's like a big satchel. You zip it all together, so it's kind of like a big bellows. I think most people listening would know what it is. Mm. If not, just go on to VoiceOver Essentials and look at uh, Portal Booth Pro. What did you think of that one? Um, interestingly, the closest to your original recording, I think. Again, I reckon, I mean, just listening to it, my, if, if I was directing you down the line and you were talking to me on it, I think I would have asked you to move closer to the mic. Yeah. Um, but that's about the only thing I picked up. There was a little coloration, but nothing that you couldn't fix. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. So where, where was the coloration? Was it the bottom um, end again? There was still some more high mids that crept in there around that telephone frequency again, but nowhere near as much as the ball and easily correctable. Like it wasn't, it was noticeable, but I would imagine that amateur ears probably wouldn't even pick up on it. Every time I've taken away, because I've had the, the Porter Booth Pro for years mm. and that's always been the thing I take away with me. Mm. Uh, but I've also always used the shotgun, uh, right. the, a Rode NTG3. Mm. It gets a bit boomy is yeah. what I'm kind of getting at. Well, you've had and some feedback on that from other engineers, haven't you? Yes, I did. Uh, a guy down here, Ramsey DeMarco, who works in Melbourne, yeah. uh, we're working together on a TV show and we've worked on TV shows before. And he, uh, he he was telling me that one of the files I sent through while I was on the road sounded like shit. Yeah. And, uh, well, when he told me it sounded like shit, I thought, well, I hope he's not talking about the one that came from here. Yeah. Because he said, I've been watching, you know, the building of your booth and everything. Yeah. And he said he couldn't believe how I could get it so wrong. Yeah. And then, of course, we realised it wasn't actually recorded here, it was recorded on the road, yeah. and that was one of the problems. See, I would be interested, if you work with him regularly, he's probably used to hearing your regular setup, and you don't normally use the shotgun, I know. So you've yeah, changed mics, no. plus you've stuck it in a porter booth. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden you've changed completely, so all of a sudden his ears are going, well, hang on, this is not the sound that I normally get from AP. So that's probably more what he's talking about than as in actually meaning that it sounds completely like shit. He's probably just going, it sounds completely different to what I'm used to getting from you, what's going on. Yeah, but it was interesting because I, I do remember when I was cutting that and there was a, quite a bit of reflection and, and I was using the porter booth. Okay. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe just the placement and stuff. Maybe less gain if you're getting a lot of room noise. Maybe wind your gain down and work a bit closer. Um, yeah, and I think also with the shotgun, they, you know, unless you feed it in from the back, mm. you know, you've got the thing sticking out the front. Uh, and I mean, yeah. I know there is a certain area that Harlan has talked about. The microphone should sit like really basically kissing the opening of the Porter Booth Pro. Right, okay. So you don't bury, you don't bury the microphone inside. You actually have it sitting yeah. right on the edge. 
Yeah. And there is a reason for that, but I'm not an engineer, so what would I know? No, I'm not sure what that would be either, but he knows what he's doing, so let's leave that yeah. to him. Yeah, but anyway, back to what we're doing. So yeah. if you were to receive any of those files, um, how would you feel? Yeah, definitely the third one, definitely the Harlan. If, if, if that was your fallback because you need it, you weren't actually in the studio, um, I mean, my first choice would obviously be you in the studio because I know that sound and it's, it's a brilliant sound. Um, but if I had to compromise, I would have no problems with dealing with what you would send off the off off Harlan's box. That sounds sounds fine. Okay, so the chaotic eyeball for me, no. Well, we'd like to get some feedback. If anyone's listening to this that uses either, um, just drop us a line. Uh, you'll see uh, there's places to send your notes uh, at the bottom of the show. Mm. Is that right? Is that yeah, how there, it works? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Just underneath, there's a there's a room for your feedback, or even just drop us an email. Yeah, or jump on our Facebook page, yep. The VO Radio Show, and you can leave us a message there as well. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious because, um, and I'm also, because it's different because I'm using different microphones now, so the whole thing has changed mm. completely. So You might want to look at putting one of your other mics in your travel kit instead of the shotgun, perhaps. I'm going to, well, I'm definitely going to do that because I've got the two Microtechs now, mm. and um, so I've got this one, which is the, the Valve one, which lives here and it's too big and bulky to cart no, around you that, no. but the the m30s is perfect because mm. it's you know it's a large diaphragm mic but it's mm. actually got a very small body so it's ideal anyway we'll see but i'll stick the other file on the end yeah so you can have a listen to it when i'm working close mic absolutely yeah. But I'm, I'm, I definitely want to give it more of a, more of a run just to yeah, see if look, I can get this thing working. You can't base it on that. That's just an initial reaction, absolutely. So uh, yeah. maybe, but you know, it might even be worth jumping on their website. Perhaps they've got some recommendations of their own as to how to place the mic and what to do with it too. So um, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right, All right. well, there you go. Well, there's uh, another one tucked away and uh, hopefully we've helped a few people with their road case as they head into 2017. Absolutely, and uh, I guess we'll be talking to everybody then. Yeah, and we'll have Dan back then as well. So yeah. in the meantime, have a safe and happy Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Hanukkah. Cheers, guys. All right. See you, mate. Have a good one. Ho, ho, ho. The VO Radio Show is produced in the studios of Voodoo Sound. To polish your next audio production, check us out at voodoo-sound.com. Find professional voices simply all in one place. Realtimecasting.com, including me.